Did you know that within a decade, women will hold $30 trillion in investable assets? Yet somehow, only 19% of women reported feeling confident in selecting investments that align with their long-term goals. Our friends at InvestHer are out to change that. InvestHer Con is the number one premier conference for women in real estate, and it's happening June 2nd through the 4th in Austin, Texas. InvestHerCon is not just another real estate conference. It's a transformational experience focused on real estate investing, business strategies, and self-care tactics, all designed to help women take control of their financial futures. Gain the knowledge and skills you need to grow your portfolio and build a sustainable business, all while connecting with over 500 women who are playing at the same level. To learn more and to get your tickets, visit InvestHerCon.com today and use the code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. That's InvestHer, H-E-R, Con.com, promo code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. Quick disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to bestevershow.com. It's reinterpreting what that no means and what you're making it mean about the market, about you, about how you're making offers. Welcome to the Best Ever Show, the world's longest running daily commercial real estate podcast. Our hosts interview commercial real estate experts every day to get you the best advice ever with none of the fluffy stuff. Hello, best ever listeners. Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Ash Patel, and I'm with our guest today, Alyssa Holbrook. Alyssa is joining us from Orlando, Florida. Orlando, Florida. She is a master certified life coach and a master certified deep dive coach. Alyssa helps investors grow and shape their portfolios. She bought her first rental property at 14 years old. Alyssa, welcome to the show, and thank you for your time today. Thank you so much for having me, Ash. It's our pleasure. Before we get started, can you give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on now? Sure. So I started investing at 14 years old when I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and I had already had that entrepreneurial gene, so I started saving up my money. I thought that I would buy something else, like a camera. And once I made $1,000, I was like, no way. If I can make this money, make money for me, I'm going to do that. At 14 years old, you had the wherewithal. What was your first purchase? It was a mobile home that was completely dilapidated, didn't work at all, and was able to borrow $1,000 from my parents to fix it up and then rent it out and start making money from there. How did your parents not talk you out of buying a mobile home at 14? (laughs) It <laughs> said they supported you. They did. So my dad understood real estate and he understood those principles, though they hadn't personally bought any investment properties yet. So I got to be the guinea pig and go first. And what was that experience like and what did you do next? So that experience for me was really eye-opening. I think investing so young, I had no idea anything could go wrong, that I could lose money. I just started growing the money and I bought a second mobile home and I remodeled it myself. And you were in junior high or yeah, high school? I was in high school by all then, right. so I could drive. <laughs> did you have help in doing all this, or did you take this all on yourself? Yeah, the remodeling and everything was just me. The mobile home park manager's daughter was able to come help me lay carpet. So we were just hammering carpet with our 90-pound girls. <laughs> and Alyssa, you are a master certified life coach and a deep dive coach. What does that mean? From the Master Certified Coaching perspective, I'm able to understand people's mindsets and what helps them 
take larger action and get to their goals a lot more quickly and what's holding them back. So I'm trained specifically on seeing that part. Who's your target client? Someone who has about $100,000 to invest and wants to get into real estate investing but doesn't yet quite understand how that process works. Do you take people like me that have been doing this for 10 years and still have a lot of mindset struggles? Absolutely, yeah. Okay, what is the biggest hurdle that people have to overcome with mindset when they're starting out? I would say it's just being willing to take action because a lot of them get stuck in analysis paralysis. So you have so many options and they don't know which one to choose. How do you help them overcome that? Is there a process where there's some analysis involved? Absolutely, yeah. We look at their overall goals that they want to create, the portfolio that they want to create, the outcomes in terms of cash flow, and then we dissect it from there, starting with very specific outcomes and very specific next steps for them to make the decision. Are they younger people, older people, a mix? Mix. Most of the people who find me have 10 years until they want to retire and are thinking about that, so that works well. how bad is that starting line for them? Do they already have capital or... Do you deal with people that don't have a lot of net worth and want to retire in 10 years? Generally, I'm working with entrepreneurs and small business owners who do have capital to begin with. Okay. In terms of mindset, for people that are more experienced in real estate, what's the biggest challenge that they have to overcome? So experienced people like me, right? I've been doing this for over 10 years. I've learned a lot of hard mindset lessons. What are ones that you help people that are experienced overcome most commonly? It's usually that they aren't thinking big enough, that they're doing what has worked in the past and that that seems enough for them. But what I find is that people have this desire to understand what their capacity is, what is possible for them. That was something I experienced early on where I was playing the cash flow game and I realized, okay, this isn't about doing enough. It was how big could I possibly go? Even as a 12-year-old, I think I was like, could I own like $200 million of real estate? I already had these big dreams. I could have used your help a lot (laughs) over the years. So I get that the going bigger part. Do you recommend people work together with partners or is it going solo the whole route? Is that okay? Yeah, most of the time, the people that I'm working with want to start investing just themselves. So these people love control and they love being able to figure it out. They have a lot of faith in themselves as solopreneurs, as entrepreneurs, that they can figure it out if things aren't working. So they like to be able to get in, get out when they want. Do you ever recommend that they partner up with people to go further, faster? Sure. If you want to do a JV, I can totally help you with that. They do that often. Now, let's deep dive into, I'm an individual... I want to retire in 10 years. How much money do I have to start with? 100000 I have $100,000. I want to retire in 10 years. What's my plan? So generally, it's going to be investing in multifamily. We try and get over four units or at four units. That's a pretty sweet spot if you have that amount of cash. And then also some smaller commercial is an option. Okay. And how actively involved am I in these deals? Or are they passive? you're actively involved. So that's part of it is just having them become the investor who can invest over and over again. So you want to understand beginning to end. That's really important because you could outsource it later, but you definitely want that ownership and that full understanding. So you're really teaching people how to become real estate investors. Yes. A lot of it is about what questions to ask. So when you look at a property, can you see what no other investor sees? 
can you look at it from a different angle that's more creative? I always call it solving for profit. Like we're going to solve for profit. If we can get that property highest and best use, it's going to be incredible for everyone involved. Can you share with the best ever listeners a good example of solving for profits where a client saw something out of the box that worked? I'll give an example from our experience because I just love it. So we were investing in some land. We found an off-market deal. And then we could see that we could split this land up, sell one part to one builder, sell the other part to the other builder, keep a lot for ourselves, and then negotiate with the builder to build us a fourplex at cost. So we put in 220, made 320, pledged 100 of that 320 as the down payment. And then now we'll have recurring revenue and we got our money out. How about an example of a failure where a client failed, just gave up, or something didn't work out? So this just barely happened with a cafe that one of my clients had made an offer on. We got it at a really great deal, very deep discount. But when we started getting into the numbers and into the due diligence, we could see that a lot was there that wasn't good. So we saw that the owner of the cafe had put his energy into a different business in a different area and just kind of picked up on that. And we're understanding that this isn't going to be a good investment for her to move forward on. And it's really important that you're able to take the emotion out of it, not think about those sunk costs and just realize I need to do the best thing for my investment portfolio overall. We'll get back to the show with the first some sponsors I'm confident you'll find value in learning more about. Are you a real estate investor looking to break into the multifamily investing space? Have you heard of MFIN Con happening in Charlotte, North Carolina, June 12th through the 14th? The Multifamily Investor Nation Convention is a place to learn from over 60 high-level apartment investors while networking with more than 700 additional investors. If that's not enough for you, A-Rod, yep, Alex Rodriguez, 12-time Major League Baseball All-Star with over $700 million of commercial real estate assets, will be live and in person speaking at the event. Also speaking is the one and only Dr. Robert Cialdini, the godfather of influence and the award-winning author. I personally love his books. So be sure to secure your tickets to this live in-person event before they're gone. Go to MFINCon.com for more details. Sponsorship opportunities are also available. Visit MFINCON.com today. Use the promo code BESTEVER to get $200 off your tickets. That's MFINCON.com. I got to understand this. You will advise clients on different asset classes as well as businesses. Where does your knowledge come from? So a lot of it is just from personal experience. I haven't been super connected to all the gurus, but I've learned from my dad who's been boots on the ground watching deals go by for 32 years in this specific market. So understanding and watching the deals that other people got, there was often this feeling of like, well, I would have bought it for that. That gives you more creativity. That gives me a lot more insights of what they could do. What's something that you find you have to push yourself and get yourself out of a comfort zone in? Doing anything public, like for me to write copy on my Instagram or something requires me leaving my comfort zone a lot. For me, making offers sometimes feels that way, but it's also kind of exciting because you can structure in a way that you can get out of that deal if needs be. What gives you anxiety or pause on making offerings? Is it the fact that it might go through, the fact that it might not go through? What is it about that? I think it's more the negotiation between what's the number to come in at that won't be offensive, but will create a good deal. You don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Yes, 100%. (laughs) Alyssa, on your Instagram, 
We've seen something about an offer is a handshake. Can you tell us about that? I see that investors get stuck in the deal analysis phase. So they look at a lot of different deals in their market of the right type of property. And overall on the market, they tend to be kind of a similar cap rate and a similar return. So oftentimes we need to go in with a lower offer and people get stuck in that analysis paralysis. So if we can get from thinking about making an offer to actually just doing it, that's the philosophy of the offers like a handshake. It's not like we're committing to marry. It's just like, I'm going to shake your hand. We're going to see if this will work and get it moving. You started real estate investing at 14 years old. Are you still actively taking down deals? Yes. What's your latest deal? The latest deal was a doctor's office. The doctor wanted to stay and he wanted to do a sale lease back. So we wanted to cash out the money. Because of that, there was a discount from what a typical owner occupant would pay to come in as an investor. So that really worked well for us. We actually ended up giving him two options. In our LOI, we said you could take this option with a lower lease or this option with a higher lease and the price was correlated. What is one thing you wish you did differently? On that deal or on any deal? From the point that you started, maybe earlier in your career, what do you wish you had done differently? So I can think of a deal-specific answer to that question, which is we did a development. And in the development, we didn't think ahead to everything that could happen along the way that could go wrong. So that's something I teach is obstacles and strategies. So if you can anticipate thinking, it's called strategic pessimism, where we consider this could happen, that could happen. And then you anticipate it ahead of time. And that becomes your strategy for how to take down the property. All right. So you push your clients to go bigger. What are you doing to go bigger? For me, that is just continuing to explore different asset classes and different types of properties rather than staying to one thing. So it creates a lot of diversity and a lot of experience. How do clients know that they need a mindset coach? Because we're often trapped in our own thoughts and we're in a comfort zone. Like me, for years, I thought between 300,000 and 800,000 was a sweet spot because I was afraid to go bigger for a number of reasons. Afraid of the risk, afraid I would fail. Now, looking back, I know I should have asked for a mentor, I should have asked for help, and I didn't. So how do people know that they need to get out of their own way and ask for help? If they're not making as much money as they wanna make, or if their portfolio is not growing as fast as they want it to be growing, that's a really good indicator. I would also say for a lot of my clients, it's just a feeling that they have that they feel blocked or they feel stuck and they're not sure how to get through that block. And there's a lot of mindset coaches out there. How does somebody find the right coach for them? So it's understanding different mindset coaches are certified in different ways. They're doing different things. So you want to make sure that the outcome that you want, that they'll push you in that way. And you are a certified life coach. Do you help them with things other than real estate? Do you help them with relationships, kids, and just life in general? Some of that comes up, but we really pay attention to it in relation to their investing. So if it's holding you back from investing, like for instance, I have an investor who his kids are taking snow days and he stays home with them and his spouse who has the nine to five job, they prioritize her work. And so there's a lot of mindset behind that of what are you believing about your work 
just because it's not as quick of a payoff, or maybe it is, but you're creating that and you're holding yourself back from your success because of how you have this set up. So we now need to renegotiate that whole relationship because of that. Interesting. What is your best real estate investing advice ever? Definitely my dad talking with me and saying to start young. It's just a function of time, a lot of it. And we know that with appreciation and interest rates and everything with inflation, that our properties are going to become worth more over time. Alyssa, we're heading into March of 2023. We've got interest rates up. Deals are harder to find. What do you tell people who are facing those economic headwinds and just are down and out because there's no good deals out there? They can't get sellers down. Financing is killing deals. What's your advice to them? Well, it's interesting that you might be looking at it that way because it's also possible that you just haven't found that deal yet. So if you can get 15, 20 no's and make it mean almost nothing, then you're going to get a yes sooner, right? So it's reinterpreting what that no means and what you're making it mean about the market, about you, about how you're making offers. I love it. Alyssa, are you ready for the best ever lightning round? Yes. All right. That wasn't a confident. Are you ready? Are you I'm ready. ready. All, right. All right, Alyssa. What's the best ever book you recently read? I would say Emerging Markets. What was your big takeaway from that? That you can compress what a property would become worth usually over 10 years with appreciation. You can compress it down to three by understanding micro markets and markets just within local markets. Alyssa, what's the best ever way you like to give back? I love talking with new investors just because it's so fun to understand and to show them what's possible and how much can happen in a short amount of time. So that's fun. And Alyssa, how can the best of our listeners get a hold of you? You can go to Alyssa Holbrook, A-L-Y-S-S-A-H-O-L-B-R-O-O-K dot A-S dot M-E forward slash consult call and just book a call with me. I'm just so happy to talk with you. Alyssa, I wish I had booked a call with you 10 years ago when I started, but thank you for taking the time out of your day, sharing what it means to be a life mindset coach and really how that applies to real estate. I think it's really important that a lot of us learn these lessons earlier on and shorten that learning curve. So thank you again for your time. Thank you so much, Ash. Best ever listeners, thank you for joining us. If you enjoy this episode, please leave us a five-star review. Share this podcast with someone you think can benefit from it. Also, follow, subscribe, and have a best ever day. Hi, best ever listeners. Joe Fairless here again. And one last thing before you go, would you like to receive a short weekly email with proven tips from experienced investors, free tools and resources, and a roundup of the week's most relevant news and best ever content? Well, if so... Join the community of nearly 15,000 commercial real estate passive and active investors who receive the best ever newsletter. Just go to bestevercre.com forward slash access and you'll get the very next one. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And as always, thank you for listening and have a best ever day.